Hey everybody, Mason here. If you are a avid Meaning What listener, you're probably seeing this episode in your feed and wondering why there's an episode on a Monday night. You're also probably wondering why it's so short. You're also probably wondering why I'm introducing it this way. The reason is we are giving this episode out as a preview of our Patreon-only show, The Subscription Show. For both of our tiers, $3 and $5 a month, you get access to this special Patreon-only behind-the-scenes podcast where we talk about the issues of the day, we talk about whatever's on our mind, we expand upon the ideas in the podcast that we just recorded, whatever we're feeling. For those of you who've been with us since day one, you might remember our newsletter. It's something similar to that, but a lot less... uh, well-organized, we'll say, and a lot more casual, a lot more fun. The idea is it's like being in the room with us, the virtual Zoom room, um, and hearing how we just talk. If that is interesting to you, that's great. Head on over to patreon.com backslash pod and sign up. If you need a little bit more inspiration, Our $5 a month tier also includes uh, bonus music that I am currently working on and writing, and we also have a uh, Spotify playlist every month that we put out, five songs from myself, Sean, and Chris that we're all listening to, and we do post updates. We have a lot of additional stuff in the works. But most importantly, by signing up, you allow us to continue making this podcast. Like anything else, making a podcast isn't free. Uh, It comes with a lot of subscriptions on our end. And your $3 or $5 a month goes to helping us, you know, cover that bill. We're not looking to become millionaires off of this. We just want to keep making this project that we really care about. Um, And your contributions, even if it's just for a couple of months, or even if it's just for one month, Uh, go a long way to making that possible. And, you know, you also get access to stuff that we're really excited about doing. Uh, Patreon's pretty new. We're just getting out off the ground, too. So if you get in now, you're going to be in for all of the big, exciting stuff. And if you can't join the Patreon, that's okay, too. Uh, We really appreciate your support in just listening to this podcast. And I want to thank you. for doing that. So there's a little gift for you as well. Um, so enjoy this episode three of the subscription show titled Thanks India. Hello time subscriber. Welcome to the subscription show. This is where you go to hear us more than others get to. No matter what happens here, just remember, please remember, you paid for this because you love us. It can't be all that bad. Guys, it's been a weird couple of weeks for this podcast. How's that? Tell me about it. We get booted off of Apple, right? Boo! That was a whole thing. (laughs) And then, a couple of weeks ago, The platform that hosts us, Libsyn, finalizes a deal with a couple of uh, podcatcher 
networks in India. They're actually like like a Spotify equivalent. They they mostly focus on music, but they've moved into podcasting. And they say, if you want to start publishing here, you can submit your podcast. One of them will immediately start publishing. The other one has an unclear submission process. Okay. Again, I was at work. I get the email in the middle of the day and I go, this can't hurt. Yeah, Sounds good. Why not? Uh-huh. This is the opposite of the previous problem we had. <laughs> More of these, please. <laughs> um, and over the last two weeks, is we have exploded in India, particularly our uh, Moonlight episode has, before now, unseen to us numbers of downloads. Um, and And we have had, by almost 100 total downloads, the highest download rate this month that we've ever had. And it's only the 16th. It's crazy, which especially considering that we released that episode at the end of February. Yeah. Right. I, I don't have these uh, these apps, right? And, and so I don't know exactly how um, how their algorithm works or whatever, but for some reason... Moonlight got surfaced and just ran away with it. And it, to be clear, it's not like we're not getting a thousand downloads a day, but we are uh, north of 600 total downloads for this month in two weeks. At, at this rate, we will have a thousand downloads this month, which is twice what we usually do. And in fact, the rate has been so high downloads in India that um, in the last 30 days, our audience share is two-thirds in India. Um, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hi, India fans. So is it just Moonlight, or is it our people finding us through that and then moving on to other episodes as well? The focus from the data that I have available to me that I sort of munch on in between doing real work at work, it appears like Moonlight is the focus of it. But anywhere between 50 and 80 downloads a day. And just now, it's starting to spread out across other episodes. I'm starting to see evidence of people like going through our feed and picking episodes that they like. Right. I don't, I can't see individuals, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, our data is not that creepy. Big Brother hasn't gone that far yet. Right. But like I can see on a day where people go back in our catalog and we have one or two downloads for old episodes and, and, or a whole bunch of episodes just in order, which generally tends to indicate somebody new checking us out. So as Moonlight has started to slow down, our downloads of other episodes has started to go up a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. And our traffic in India has not really slowed down. It's a fascinating thing. It appears that we're only on one of those platforms because the other one needed to approve our podcast and I just didn't hear anything. And I don't know. But in the last 30 days on Ghana, I believe it's pronounced G-A-A-N-A, platform I'd never heard of. Ghana. Ghana. It's 
it is it is driving our moonlight downloads wow. and and our general downloads just behind Spotify. And we were trying to search for why moonlight, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, not a typical Bollywood fair. It's, I guess, an Oscar-winning movie about black queerness, question mark. And I guess the only thing that we found resembling any any reason to do it was when you look up Moonlight India and you search for a couple minutes, you find that it was released in India, which I don't know how common that is to like release American movies into um, foreign markets, especially for something that's a smaller art house, art house film, but it yeah. did win Best best Picture Oscar. But it, it got censored pretty heavily when it was released in India. Yeah. And from what it looks like, it was the swearing and any gay sex scenes were removed. There is a anti-smoking disclaimer in Hellspot in the beginning and middle of the movie. There's also a <laughs> static message with scroll wherever smoking scenes appeared in the film. They added two minutes and 20 seconds worth yeah. of oh. this hmm. into the runtime. Fascinating. And took out a lot of the queerness. Yeah. The queerness and the heart of the film. They yeah. took out every instance of the word motherfucker. Right. So, first of all, a black queer adolescence movie doesn't have to be about sex, but it is pretty darn important. Mm-hmm. The, these moments of expression and shame and self discovery being. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we're finding um, India's queer community. Hi. Welcome to the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> but it's curious, too, because this movie came out in 2017. Yeah. 2018. It, and it was released in India shortly after it came out in the States. And then also it makes me wonder if people in India may have found it via other means after it made its way to streaming services and Mm -hmm. VPNs became more widespread. And so they could see the version that the writer director and a 24 had hoped that people would see. Right. But it's also curious that we aren't seeing a bump in other queer topics. You know, Mm -hmm. it might be this community who is looking for this information on this film but you would think that that would also show a trend in in other episodes that that we covered, and and so I wonder if that is just coming, or if it is just the nature of those topics and the nature of you know queerness here versus in India. I I honestly don't know. Our Hudson River School episode is done pretty well, but most of those downloads are in the United States with a small chunk in India, but it it's just, it is curious and it's curious that it is just this one episode and that it has continued momentum, hopefully spreading that momentum a little bit, which it looks like. We'll take it. Thank you very much. Ghana. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's really cool. And it just makes me want to know more. It makes me genuinely curious about like how these mysterious things that, that give our, for our, our content to people around the world work. Mm -hmm. And it also makes me curious, like if these people 
whoever they are are downloading this episode if they're sticking with it and if it is like delivering what they're looking for. I have no way of of reaching out to them directly. But it's an it's an interesting question. Indeed. That I don't know I don't know that there's even an answer to, right? This could just be a, an interesting fluke. Could be a terrible misunderstanding. And we just we just maybe moon know. there's something else called moonlight in India that we're unaware of. And people are like, wait, what? We're just misleading hundreds, yeah, thousands of people. It's just a <laughs> you know, an opportunity to get deplatformed again. Yeah. But it also makes me want to go back and listen to that episode. I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Shit. it being good at the time. Yeah. I, I always listen to our episodes when they release and I enjoyed it at the time, but I want to go back and listen to it and think about, okay, like, is there something in particular that made that episode stellar? Like, I remember when we released, I was like, man, this is, this is fucking bomb. This is going to be so good. Ooh, I would say it's you and Mason's like five minute discussion about something about film. And I went, uh-huh, this sounds cool. You guys are really into it. Okay, go for it. So you're saying that the part that worked was the part that you tuned out of. Yeah, the part where I have no <laughs> no realm of expertise or knowledge. You know, it's 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 the man thing. I'm just a delicate them over here. <laughs> there's no there's no endorsement quite like the best part about this. Thing is the part that I didn't understand and didn't even really listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know this podcast has it's just you know, yeah. Next season's uh movie club episodes will all just be movies that we didn't see but we have opinions about. <laughs> <laughs> the latest Jurassic Park film. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Chris Pratt again? Oh God! Can we not? Which Chris is this? Uh, the 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 Trump one. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that trivia. Is he a Trumper? I knew that yep. he he's part of yeah. that like super super shady Christian cult. Yes, that yeah. too. I mean, the two go hand in hand. Okay, I mean that makes sense. I didn't know that. And people made like a mostly harmless hashtag, like he's the worst Chris. And then all these Marvel actors acted like we asked for his public execution. And it was just like, boo-hoo? Thanks for your opinion, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. Right. And, and um, um, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, it's, it's wonderful that he's nice to all of you, you uh, privileged white Really rich men. people, yeah. At least one of whom is probably a Scientologist. I mean, just statistically speaking. Statistically. <laughs> also, like, yeah, that rich and famous actors, <laughs> probably two of them. We can go with that. Right, right. <laughs> no, not really the bastions of, of of society as far as who can and cannot be canceled, right? Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not really who we go to to make those decisions. I don't know. I, I usually look up to Mark Ruffalo to tell me how to live my life. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Ooh, interesting life you lead or rather not very interesting life you lead <laughs> I like Mark Ruffalo though yes. he seems like a nice guy yeah you know 
but you it's know, totally rich unbelievable that he would always be angry, as is the requirement for his whole Hulk persona. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes Edward Norton just doesn't want to be in your movies anymore. Oh, and what's her name? Just got announced as She-Hulk, and I went, eh. Um, fuck. Carly Rae Jepsen. No. No, the, the actress from The Good Place, not Kirsten Bell. Oh. Tahani? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Jamila Jamil. Who, and, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She-Hulk is a cool character. She's a lawyer and uh, also do big smash on things. So, <laughs> Single female lawyer. <laughs> gonna smash some stuff. Go for it. Yeah. Just kind of like a... Uh, my general distaste for her is she's heavily involved in the show called Legendary on HBO Max, which is a, a reality competition show, but I don't know how real it is, about voguing. And, but like it's an, like an actual meaningful exploration of the ballroom scene. But she is executive producer and host and a judge on it. And you're like... You don't know jack shit about this, but it only got made because of her. I don't know. Hollywood works works in bizarre ways. Yeah. And you're like, John, every great heist needs a face. Yeah, but then, but then you step back and stop talking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she keeps talking. And so this heist, which is working because the, you know they're getting the the money that they get when you watch it. Uh, you know. That's that's just the role that she's playing. <sighs> so, yeah. Thanks, India. Thanks, India. <laughs> I threw this line out somewhere recently, just testing it. Um, oh, I had to do a, an icebreaker at a meeting at work. <laughs> and if you know me, which at the moment, most of our Patreon subscribers do personally, I, I'm not a person who enjoys things like icebreakers. That's just not. It takes a very particular sociopath to enjoy icebreakers. It's true. Oh. It's, I work with children or indirectly, and 90% of our work is icebreakers. Thank you very much. That's children. But, but do you enjoy it? I'm not the one in charge of them. Also, <laughs> is it a group of people all between the ages of. 28 and 65 on a phone call together? No, it's 24 to 65. Thank you very much. So this is prefaced as we have less to go over in this weekly meeting, which the weekly meeting doesn't need to happen in the first place because there's not enough to talk about every week. But we don't have as much to talk about this week, so we're going to use that extra time to do an icebreaker. I'm part of a contract that is ending soon because it is reliant on COVID. I don't benefit from getting to know these people anymore because I will literally never talk to any of them again just because I have no way of interfacing with them. Many of them are in other states. Anyway, so we do this icebreaker. It is two truths and a lie. So and, uncreative. Jesus Christ. I think of anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, and so my two, my two truths were I host a podcast with an international audience. My art has been shown in a number of 
Bay Area galleries, and I'm a big fan of baseball. Everyone immediately guessed the baseball. I don't think a single person got it wrong, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> the point is that this was my opportunity to test that line of we are an inter- we are a podcast with an international audience, and not only is it true, but people appeared to believe it. So add that to your uh, resumes, folks. Hello, LinkedIn. Hey. <laughs> so we're internationally famous? Oh, thank goodness. Not famous. We have an international audience. Uh, again, all that double <laughs> all talk. All semantics. Yeah, all be, that double you, talk. Right. Content creators. This is marketing. Mm-hmm. We're content creators with a overwhelming presence in India. <laughs> We've really captured the Asian market. Years, plural, experience in, <laughs> in podcast editing. <laughs> wow. Please remember us when we're famous. Please remember us when this project fails and we disappear into obscurity to do icebreakers in Zoom calls for the rest of time. Ooh. As we're slowly crushed beneath the mechanical thumb of capitalism so that we can put Jeff Bezos into space. And, and Musk, right? And Branson. And Branson. And 20-year-old Dutch people. Somebody had screenshot a Facebook event or something. Um, it, it was like a calendar invite of some kind. I think it was on Facebook. And it was... Fire all of your leftover fireworks at Jeff Bezos's spaceship <laughs> so he can't come back to Earth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if that worked, I'd take it. Honestly, good luck spending money in space. <laughs> Sell your books to Martians. <laughs> and then you, yeah, until you're in charge of the Martians' entire lives. Right. And you cripple their economy. Because unlike Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos shows some actual skill and supervillainy, right? Yeah. There seems to be some actual brains behind that terrible villainy. Whereas Musk is just a rich kid who sued everybody else out of the thing and parades around as, you know, Bruce Wayne. Um, So my point being that if Musk gets stuck on Mars, he'll just, you know die but jeff bezos will like grow the poop potatoes and pull a matt damon and make it back to earth um and that's what we really need to worry about i think cut the cord cut the cord (laughs) tell him that if he comes back to earth he has to start paying his employees more or something you have to pay taxes now we leveled every amazon a uh, warehouse, and we've turned it into a part of the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> From an ecological standpoint, it's a disaster, but our point has been made. We did it for the bit, really. Like, <laughs> like there was a good mission in there, but really, we wanted to like go through with this bit, so we made it happen. Sorry, <laughs> this is taking a pun way too far. It's a global episode of Jackass. <laughs> We're, we've reached the point where we have to go to the doctor and get the Hot Wheels out of our butt. But every moment leading up to this was really funny, and I think you'd agree. Yes. 
Guys, they're making another Jackass movie. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville uh, is doing a press tour right now. Uh, what is he sticking in? What orifices? I, I I saw a photo of him upside down in the air on the business end of a bull. So he's still doing it, presumably. Who's the audience? I mean, it's reboot culture. Right. We are the, well, not us, but yeah. our generation is the audience. Bam Margera is the audience. I don't think Bam Margera is a part of it anymore. I don't. I don't think Bam Margera is a part of anything anymore. Which yeah. is kind of a joke. <laughs> I saw a picture of him recently, and it was really sad. Meanwhile, Steve-O is just like living his best life. <laughs> Steve-O has not aged a day. Yeah. Like he's like ten years sober or something like that, and adopted a dog from Argentina or like some shit. Like really taking care of himself. But still kind of looks like his head could explode at any moment. Well, yeah. Yes. Also, Wee Man is still around <clears throat> somehow. I saw, I think The Onion posted a, uh, a a little headline, or maybe it was Hard Times News. A uh, couple pulls up carpet hoping for hardwood and finds Wee Man instead. <laughs> it's just a picture of Wee Man laying on a hardwood floor with some gloves pulling up carpet. <laughs> this is our legacy thank you India thank you India thank you India outro music that doesn't exist Patreon show. It's no Sam Studios. Well, actually, did I stutter?